the suitors. You know the name, Olympic medalists, NHL Hall of Famers. Well, now they're giving back to the local hockey community up in Minocqua at Lakeland Union. Jake Suter has been the head coach for two years. His dad, Gary, the Hall of Famer, he's been a coach there helping out for the last 10 to 15 years. And together, they have led Lakeland to a hot start. Well, Jake grew up in locker rooms. He grew up when his dad, Gary, was in the midst of a Hall of Fame career. He's seen plenty of places. He's got plenty of stories. I talked to Jake about all of his stories and what it was like to grow up through the ranks as a hockey player. Jake's got some funny stories, and he goes through the details of what it's like growing up as a suitor. Enjoy. Talk to me about hockey. What's it, what is it, its importance in your life? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Hockey has taken myself, my family, um, a lot of special places that we wouldn't be without it, um, whether my dad's career and living in the different cities, um, myself, junior in college and professional hockey. It's, I mean, it's been our life and it's uh, been a rewarding game to all of us and got us, got a lot, has allowed us to experience some pretty awesome things. Yeah, talk to me about the first time you remember stepping on the ice um, when you were a young one. I vaguely, vaguely remember my dad was playing up in Calgary, Alberta, and I was probably three or four, and their mascot was Harvey the Hound. And I think I was at a family Christmas skate or something, and Harvey the Hound was out there, and I was just terrified of him. <laughs> big, big scary mascot, so I think I left the ice in tears, but got, got better after that and um, just fell in love with the game. Yeah, you grew up around the NHL, right? Your dad was in the NHL for many years, um, you know, a lot of family members. What was that like being surrounded by these stars? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things in the moment. I mean, my dad retired when I was 12. So growing up as a kid, up until then, it was normal for me, normal to be in the Sharks locker room and the Blackhawks locker room, all that stuff, um, playing knee hockey with the other players' kids and stuff. And it isn't until I got a little bit older and was away from it, we moved back up here in 2002. And uh, then you kind of realize how lucky you are and what, a, what an experience it is. So it's something that not many people get to be a part of, and it was pretty, pretty special. What are some memories you have uh, from those days? Oh, so many. Um, first one that comes to my mind, me and my dad played in Chicago, and then Chris Chelios are good buddies. And Chris's younger son, uh, Jake Chelios, we were playing knee hockey in the locker room during practice or something. Our dads were on the ice, and I took a stick right under the eye. I was about <laughs> five years old. I had to get, had to get stitched up in the, the locker room. All the Blackhawks, like Jeremy Roenick, was sitting there next to me watching me get stitched up. And... My dad told me if I didn't cry, we could go to Toys R Us on the way home. And so I didn't cry. I got to go to Toys R Us, and all was good. Yeah, yeah, that, that's for sure. You got your toy? What toy did you get? I think I got a, I don't even remember. Probably something, something pretty cool. Yeah, so were you traveling a lot when you were younger, or were you kind of going once in a while? Yeah, so we, um, wherever my dad was playing, my, my mom, myself, my little brother would live there during the season, school year and live in um, back here in Wisconsin in the summers when we were, when I was five, 1995 it was, we bought a cabin up here and um, out in Lac de Flambeau. And that turned into us spending the summers up here when he was playing and he, when he retired, they built a house up here and we've been up here ever since. Yeah, so what kind of cities did that take you to? Oh man, uh, well we lived in, I was born in Calgary, okay. all the way up in Canada. Um, lived in Chicago when he played for Blackhawks and then San Jose out in California when he, when he played for the Sharks. So. Pretty, uh, 
Pretty cool. Okay. All of it was cool, but can't beat the Northwoods. Oh, for sure. If you had to choose a spot, though, where was your favorite place to live? Right here. Right here? Right here. Right yeah. here. So you've been here since, well, he retired, right? Yeah, yeah, he retired. I um, actually played hockey during high school down in Madison. I lived with my Uncle Bob and played down there, and then went on to play junior hockey in Owatonna, Minnesota, and then in mm -hmm. Sioux City, Iowa. Um, after that, I... It was offered a walk-on that turned into a scholarship out at University of Massachusetts Lowell, um, out in Hockey East, and played there for four years. After that, I played a little bit of pro in South Carolina, Charleston, and then a year over in France, in Strasbourg, France. Yeah, perfect. You yeah. mentioned Owatonna. No, I'm actually from Northfield, Minnesota. Oh, you know okay. It is. So awesome. I, I know that territory That's perfectly. Where, uh, is that... Is St. Olaf? St. Olaf's right there. Yep. Yeah, yep. I got that. Yeah, and then I know there. Shattuck is just yep. south there, so yeah. um, it's a big it's a big hockey area. But yeah. um, you brought it up right there. Bob is your uncle, yep. of course, on the Olympic team. I mean, that's just a big name to hockey players. What was it like being around him? Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. He, my uncle Bob was he was such a humble guy that he would never really talk about it. Um, if he brought it up, he'd say, "Yeah, my head was spinning. The Russians were fast and all." and kind of blow it off because he, just who he was. He wasn't a guy to brag about what he had done and what he'd been a part of. And honestly, I never had realized the impact of what that game was. It was 10 years before I was born until that the movie Miracle came out with Kurt Russell. And after seeing that, and still I get goosebumps watching it. Just an unbelievable story. And it, it was pretty special. It's an honor to have someone like that in our family, I mean, on that team. and. Such a wonderful person. Mm -hmm. And how long did you live with him? I lived with him four years, or two years. Two, two years, years. Yep. and that was just to play hockey down in Madison. Yep. Yeah, I played for the Madison Capitals. You, you kind of went through that brief summary of your career. Talk to me about your travels. Um, what was it like to go through the ranks as a hockey player? Um, oh, it was, yeah. it's, it's a journey. I mean, it's, it's hard. You got to sacrifice a lot, a lot of things that you can't be a normal high school age kid. You're always gone for hockey. You can't be a normal college student because you got hockey it's a full-time in division one full-time full-time job and it, it, i wouldn't change anything i it was amazing amazing journey i got to meet and meet a, meet a ton of great people see a lot of great places but i mean and i'm thankful for all of it but now it's nice being back here working with kids i've known since they were about 10 years old and i got married this summer my wife's from from town here and it's good to be back and at the local rink. Yeah, for sure. So life, you've traveled around quite a bit, but you're, you're, you're settled down here in this area, right? Yeah. 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 So talk to me about what it was like to transition from a player to now a coach. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely when you're a player. I mean, I played until I was 25, 26, and it's all you It's your life. I mean, you eat, sleep, drink, everything's hockey. And when you're done, it's... I was ready to be done, so it wasn't too hard for me to be done. But it's definitely an adjustment going into everyday life. So coaching is kind of a good segue from from being a player to the uh -huh. quote-unquote real world. And um, it's awesome. You still get to be involved with the sport, involved with the kids. And and I love it. I mean, coaching at this level with these kids, and it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome, pretty special thing. Yeah, when was that moment that you kind of realized, hey, I could potentially go into coaching and make a career out of this? I mean, yeah, right when I got done playing, um, I started coaching the USHL as an assistant coach and did that for two years down in Madison. And then came back, moved up here, and didn't really have any intention of coaching the high school team. But there was an opening and ended up I actually worked at the rink here. I took a job running, really? the, running the rink and decided to coach high school too. And 
Um, although I'm not working here at the rink anymore, it's still coaching high school, and it's I look forward to getting to practice every day and being around the kids. We have such a special group of kids, and it's um, it's been a fun journey with them. Yeah, for sure. And if I remember correctly, your dad also helped out with this team too, right? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he he's here for practice. He's coming today, actually. He's really? Like, yeah. Yeah, they call him, the kids call him vintage suitor. <laughs> so he gets a kick out of that. He acts like he gets a kick out of it. I don't know if he does or not. But yeah, vintage suitor. So if he's vintage suitor, what does that make you? Uh, coach suitor. <laughs> yeah, so what, what is his kind of influence on the kids having that experience? Oh, it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. Having a guy who's a Hall of Famer, played 17 years in the NHL, six Six all-stars, I mean, it's Stanley Cup, silver medal, all his accolades. But he's such a, if you saw him in the street, saw him at a, a bar, restaurant, town, you'd never know what he's done. And you, unless you knew ahead of time, he's not going to tell you. He just wants to be a normal guy. And the kids have, he's helped our team so much, working with our defensemen and River Nicholas, T. Wagner, those guys, um, Tom Succumber, Matt Haggart. Cody Olson, all there. He's just had such an impact and so much knowledge. I've never been around someone who knows as much as he knows about the game of hockey. And and uh, now that I'm a little bit older. I, I listen to him a little bit more when I was younger. <laughs> you didn't listen to him? No, I I would, but I wouldn't let him know I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and, and you you mentioned it right there, humble. Um, I feel like that's a term I hear with with the suitors all the time I mean hearing about Ryan you talked about your uncle Bob and now your dad what does that say about your family that you know the suitors are well known in the hockey community but you kind of blend in with other people right yeah and I mean I think a lot of that comes from my grandparents and how my dad and his his siblings were raised they didn't have have a lot of money growing up they didn't have a lot of things they were real into hockey and although I mean like my uncle with the Olympic team and um, my dad with his career and Ryan with his and some other cousins and family members, everyone's still the same, stay the same person. I mean, everyone's still down to earth and hardworking blue collar people. It's who, how they were raised, how us, my cousins and I, are, my grand, my grandparents, grandchildren were raised. And it's just how we were brought up and how, how we were, yeah. Uh, you talked about that Hall of Fame for your dad. Talk to me about that ceremony. And I yeah, it was, it. it was real special. It was in Chicago. It was my freshman year of college. So it must have been 2012, 2013. They honored him at a Blackhawks game. Him, it was him, Chris Chelios, Keith Kachuk, Doc Emmerich, and um, I believe Ed Snyder, the owner of the uh -huh. Flyers. Um, but yeah, they got inducted. It was a huge ceremony. And that's when you asked earlier about when it kind of hit me about everything with my, my dad and playing. And that was a pretty special thing. And, it was because he is such a humble person doesn't mm -hmm. talk about a lot and seeing all the respect he had from these guys that i idolize like doc emmerich i mean yeah, yeah. every game and rowan i mean all these guys keith kachuk guys i grew up watching play hockey and the respect they had for my dad and what he did um was was a really cool thing to see and it was it was made me pretty proud pretty proud of him i was gonna say and you were a little older then so you could kind of understand yeah. a little bit more yeah about i was older i was starting my own career in college and being able to see that and and um, really appreciate what he had done and the career he had was was pretty special. Talk to me about how you've taken that and brought it into your coaching. Yeah I mean it, it like you talked about the humble and the, the work ethic it's a it's the same with these kids I mean these kids are all are 
players represent our community so well. Hard working, blue collar, all humble kids. They care so much about each other. And honestly, for me, I talked to the kids last night about this after a game, but I feel lucky to be able to coach a group like this that cares so much about each other, works so hard. And it's a very, very special group. So it makes my job pretty easy. Talk to me about this group, uh, how the season's gone. Yeah, it's going good. Um, we, we just had a big win last night against Rhinelander. I think we're seven and one. Um, it's going well. We have a ways to go. We're, we had a good regular season last season. Um, didn't we fell short in the playoffs? So this uh-huh. year, yes, we love winning the regular season, but we're we're prepared to be a playoff team, and that's kind of our our end game: having a strong playoffs, conference playoffs, and uh, sectional state playoffs. Some fun stories from Jake about the Suitors, and good luck to the Lakeland Union boys hockey team. One of the reasons the team is doing so well is because of star forward Max Toyla, and there's a part of Jake's conversation where we talk about Max as well as we hear from Max himself. So stay on the lookout for that tomorrow. But until next time, thank you for listening to the WSAW Highlight Zone podcast and take care.